Good evening, and welcome to Plan Lehigh Valley, a program presented by WDIY and the Lehigh Valley Planning Commission. Tonight, we once again welcome our co-hosts, Becky Bradley, the Executive Director of the Planning Commission, and Matt Assad, its Managing Editor. Hello. Welcome, Becky and Matt. Good evening. Tonight, we have two topics. First, a preview of the Planning Commission's Lehigh Valley Outlook and Awards Breakfast on November 15th at Lehigh University, and we'll also talk about greenhouse gas inventory data and environmental issues, new issues. With this in mind, let's welcome our two guests, Northampton County Councilwoman Tara Zarinsky and LVPC Regional Planner Julie Benko. In addition to being on County Council, Tara is a solar energy consultant who is an adjunct professor at the Sales University in Northampton County College. She takes a special interest in environmental issues and policy. Julie has been a regional planner with the Lehigh Valley Planning Commission since 2021 with expertise in environmental issues. As a Lehigh University Community Fellow, she helped LVPC develop Climate LV, a regional climate action assessment, and is currently working to develop a regional greenhouse gas inventory that will provide the basis for a Lehigh Valley Climate Action Plan. Welcome to Tara and Julie. Thank you. Matt, we're talking about the LVPC's upcoming Lehigh Valley Outlook and Awards event with a special focus on environmental issues. Can you give us a little preview of the Outlook and Awards event, please? It used to be called the Lehigh Valley Gala and Awards. It was an evening event started in 2014 to, to sort of recognize planning excellence. When the pandemic hit, we, we had to suspend it for a while, but we continued to do it as a video, as a uh, sort of an evening. We still gave out the awards. It's now transitioned. It's in person again this year, thank goodness. We kind of missed seeing everyone. It's in person. It's going to be at Lehigh University's picturesque Iacocca Conference Center at 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. November 15th. We're again going to give out some awards, and we're going to a little different this year in that it's, it's going to have a lot of meat. We're going to release a bunch of data. It's going to include 30-year population projections, new development stats, traffic numbers, housing and rental data, and the regional greenhouse gas emissions data. It's going to be a chuck full of data show. We might talk about some of these issues that are coming up at, on this show right here. Yes. Becky, you started what is now an annual event in 2014, shortly after you arrived at the LVPC. What was your motivation for conceiving this type of event, and what is planning excellence? Yeah, so um, working with the uh, Lehigh Valley Planning Commissioners, we really recognize that there are a lot of very important and positive things happening in our local governments, uh, happening in our schools, and you know, young people on the weekends volunteering, as well as in our local governments. And so we were really excited to celebrate that and elevate the accomplishments of the community. Because really what planning does and why it's important to celebrate it is it 
really brings balance to the conversation in the community and brings everyone together. So whether you're working on environmental issues or transportation issues or, you know, you're in the public works department, you have a role in the future of your community. And if everybody is carrying their bucket of water, then our region is successful. Our counties are successful. So the idea was to start to elevate these issues, especially since we had started to see that we were coming out of that housing downturn and that the region was really uh, growing at a, a good clip. How does somebody go to the event? They could go to our website at lvpc.org and get a ticket. It's at specifically lvpc.org slash lv-awards, and you can sign up right there. I noticed one of the big releases during this year's Outlook will be the Lehigh Valley's first ever regional greenhouse gas inventory, Julie. This has been one of your big projects this year. Can you tell us what it is and why it's important? Yeah, so a greenhouse gas inventory is one of the first steps in monitoring and managing emissions for an organization or a set region or area. So our inventory is a quantified look at the amount of heat-trapping gases that are released into the air by any human sources or activities. And this is looked at over a certain period of time. So ours are going to look at emissions in 2019 for the year. And the inventory measures emissions from a range of sources. For us, it's going to include the transportation sector, residential energy use, as well as industrial and commercial energy, and the treatment of our waste. And this is really important because this is going to be the basis for our regional climate action plan that we're going to be making throughout the next year. And the inventory gives us a starting point and a great look at where we are now. So this will be able to help us set goals to reduce our emissions in the future and have a comparison going forward. It also gives us a look into what sectors are our biggest emitters and where we need to focus our policy and our efforts moving forward so we can reduce our emissions the best. And this will really give us a baseline to complete future inventories. So Julie, when a community like the Lehigh Valley reduces emissions, one question I'm usually asked is if an area or a certain state reduces its greenhouse gas emissions, if the state next to us is doing poorly, does it all get mixed in or why does this matter in that way? Yeah, so technically it does since we all breathe the same air and it technically does all get mixed in, but I like to think of it as us doing our part to help the greater good overall for our neighbors and for our region itself. So I think it will also help others to see that we're doing our part and maybe they'll want to start doing their part as well to reduce their emissions. When you were looking at the numbers, Julie, and the details in the Outlook event, anything surprise you? Yeah, I think the, the process overall, it was a pretty lengthy process. We had a lot of data, many different data sources that came together, and I think that was really surprising at how many people we reached out to and the amount, just the amount of data itself. So we had to create our inventory. We contacted local electric, gas, and water utility companies. We used our very own travel demand model, looked at transportation data. We used census data on residential energy use, as well as waste and water usage data from the Pennsylvania DEP and as well as local water and wastewater treatment plans. So a lot came together to create this one inventory. 
Councilwoman Zerensky, thank you again for being with us this evening. Um, during your time on Northampton County Council, you've put a special emphasis on environmental issues. Can you tell us some of the ways that Northampton County is helping to protect our environment? I'm really proud of the work that Northampton County is doing, and I really have to give a lot of credit to Brian Cope, our superintendent of Parks and Recreation, Sherry Acevedo, the conservation coordinator, and, of course, Dion Campbell, who works with the conservation districts, working very hard to create a lot of open spaces and preserve a lot of areas in our parks and recreation. This year, we have had a record number of grants, $1.254 million in DCNR grants, and our latest acquisition was the Benarchik property, which is just going to add more open space. And that's one of the priorities of this administration. And for me, too, the other thing that they've done is finalize last connections on the Delaware and Lehigh Trail. We've also planted 10,000 native trees, shrubs, and plugs, which is part of our own carbon sequestering um, mission to mitigate climate change. In addition to that, our farmland preservation we're up to 18,774.16 acres on 243 farms, and that credit goes especially to Maria Bensoni, uh, farmland administrator, and also Ryan Shaw, our resource specialist. They are doing so much with the funding that has been committed to them, and we've been committed as a county to $3 million every year towards preservation. I also want to say a couple other things. We have uh, helped fund a bi-county air quality monitoring project by a community organization. We're making sure that our air is clean and that we know that even though there's a a ton more trucks here, a ton more diesel fumes and, and things like that, we're trying to figure out where the areas are that have been hit the hardest so that we can put into place uh, mitigation measures. And also, we're reviewing 10 dots comments on unisims, deepening permits. That's part of our Karst Geology Advisory Council. And credit goes to Nathan Pritchard for chairing that committee. That's part of our effort to mitigate and find solutions for the Bushkill dewatering events that have occurred over the last 20 years, leading to fish kills and uh, the decimation of the macroenvironment. We want to make sure that our air, our water, and our land is protected in Northampton County, and I work as hard as I can to make sure these projects are passed in resolution or ordinance form and that I participate. And recently, uh, I just want to, shameless plug, participated in a press conference to bring attention to the environment study, wasting our waterways, toxic pollution, and unfulfilled promises of the Clean Water Act. And I want to make sure that everybody knows that Flora Cardoni is going to give a presentation on that water study at our next Energy, Environment, and Land Use Committee meeting uh, in November. And that's the third Thursday in November at 5 o'clock in council chambers. So thank you. How do we monitor air in Northampton County? Are there certain stations that you monitor from, or, or how do you do it? Well, that's one of the projects that we're trying to help fund is the purchase of these monitors to put at strategic locations around the county to monitor the air quality. And through a group, a community organization and Lehigh University, and I believe 
there's another university involved, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But what they're doing is they're putting their energy into collecting the data, and then they're going to deliver a report back to us so that we can understand where in the region the, the density of air pollution is occurring and how that air quality is impacting the individuals in that area. People often talk about how many warehouses we have. Do you think that folks in Northampton County understand how much green space there is? I think they do understand how much green space there is. I think it's when the warehouse comes in your backyard that people get upset. We know that we're trying to do as much as we can to conserve the land and to preserve land and promote farmland preservation. We're also doing a lot of efforts to make it more accessible to the public in terms of ADA compliance. But the thing that we really need people to do is go out and visit these places. We just dedicated the Gerald Seafried Bear Swamp Park and Archery Complex in September. And I want to tell you, that whole Nancy Lake complex and area is a hidden gem within Northampton County. And I really wish more people would take advantage of going out and just being in nature. Once again, the meeting that you mentioned, when is it and how do people go? It's the third Thursday in November at 5 p.m., and they could just go and attend. It's at the Northampton County Courthouse, and that would be November 17th at 5 p.m. They could just go up to the third floor in council chambers. So, Councilwoman, do you have any recommendations for our listeners who might want to help with this effort? Is there anything county-related initiatives that they can join or help with? I know that there are so many different environmental groups around here that you could join and become part of. Obviously, the Sierra Club is huge around here. But the one thing that I think people could do is just be more mindful of their waste. Because it's one thing that we have not been able to tackle in our Energy Environment and Land Use Committee is the problem of recycling plastic products and trying to reduce the amount of not only compostable material, but also uh, non-compostable materials that go into our landfills. We're really facing the immediacy and the urgency of landfill expansion all throughout the county. And one thing that I have learned is that in this county, we serve a lot of the surrounding counties and also some of the other states to a small degree. So we're collecting other people's garbage, essentially, and we're using our land and our landfill space, and it just keeps growing. We have not come up with a solution, and recycling is a lot, but consumers need to make different and better choices in what they consume and how much plastic they consume. And I think that's one way you can make a difference every day by growing and moving towards zero waste in your home. I think one of the questions that people listening to the show might have is why are um, other communities using our landfills? They don't have landfills of their own. Some of the surrounding communities don't have landfills that they're using, but also incinerator projects that they had tried to initiate have you know, gone awry. Most people don't want an incinerator in their in their backyard. I don't think most right. people want to land in their backyard either, but it is 
status quo. Uh, it's what we have, and they seem to keep growing. Becky, preserving the environment has become a timely subject, and this is something the Planning Commission has been focused on for a long time. Can you talk a little bit about how it's part of your mission? Yeah, actually, it's written into the LVPC's mission, and it specifically says that the LVPC is to promote conservation of energy, land, water, and air in the Lehigh Valley and preserve unique historic and natural features. And that's been in our mission since we were founded back in the early 1960s. So at the center of that, we've, you know, continued over over the, the decades to do a lot of work in that area, which um, obviously supports both of the counties. Um, we worked with Northampton County on their livable landscapes plan, which is a parks, recreation, uh, an open space uh, plan. Same with uh, Lehigh County. One of the things that I know that I'm extremely proud of and has been the platform for our first set of climate and energy policies back in 2014, but also has supported um, the effort that Julie spoke about with the greenhouse gas inventory and then filtering into this new and basically beefed up climate action plan that we're going to be working on here shortly, is we did a return on environment analysis. So we looked at the actual economic value of our environment and just on air quality, and I think this is important. So air quality services provided by just trees removing pollution are estimated to be about $48.2 million annually into the Lehigh Valley. And so that photosynthesis by trees removes carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and releases oxygen and adds or sequesters 181,000 or more tons of carbon each year. So that provides health and other benefits of about $3.6 million annually. Um, So just talking about our tree cover, and then you start adding in the benefits of park space, our waterways, the value and premium added to homes that are within a quarter mile of open space is, you know, over $14,000 per house. You really start to see that the value of our, our environment is uh, not only uh, a, just a, a good a good thing and critical to living and our quality of life and our public health, but it also has an economic value. And so bringing all those things together really, again, is at the center of planning, which the goal of planning is to convene and to collaborate and to work on goals, policies, and actions that support all of the aspects that make a community successful. And there's one other thing I think is very important, is about every two to four years, we'll do a public survey. And we test out where people are thinking the future of the Lehigh Valley should be. And literally every one of those polls that we have ever conducted, starting back in the 1980s, the community has said every single time that the environment is the highest priority, including the one that we did back in 2018, 2019. And then we're hoping next year to, um, as we come out of the pandemic, 
to do another poll. And I would lay money on the fact that we'll get a similar answer and probably uh, have more people saying that things like air quality, farmland preservation, parks, rec, and open space, water quality, all of these things are extremely important to the value and the quality of life in our region. Becky, when you're sitting down at the table with a a developer on one side and maybe somebody from the uh, environmental on the other side, and you're the plate spinner or the negotiator, possibly, is everybody pretty open to uh, making, you know, I guess would would be concessions? Well, it's not so much concessions. Is uh, everyone has to understand what their role is, right, and how they can contribute to being successful. You would be surprised at how many developers realize that if they can't get workers to a site uh, safely and that the workers can't wait for the bus safely because there are no sidewalks, you know, that that will ultimately affect who they can lease that commercial property to. And so adding multimodal opportunities or opportunities to get to a place by more than one means of travel, so walking, biking, transit, in a car, for example, uh, you really want to have all of those things to have a successful region. The major developers, especially the national developers, automatically are willing to work with folks on that. And then our local folks are coming along, and some of the developers that, that just work in Pennsylvania or parts of eastern Pennsylvania really do have that message as well. The bigger issue is getting our communities to actually ask them to put in these things. And a lot of that gets back to the fact that there are only seven out of 62 of our municipalities that have a full-time professional planner on staff. And that's where we as the Lehigh Valley Planning Commission really help both counties in their efforts to support our local governments, uh, educate these volunteer planning commission members in each municipality, and then their local elected officials who have final decision-making authority on developments, on how to regulate and what questions to ask. And over the years, especially the last uh, three to four years, we've really seen the quality of developments start to increase, though it would be you know, remiss of me to say that we don't have a long way to go still. We do. But you just can't give up, especially since a lot of our local elected officials and volunteer planning commissioners change year after year. So you really just have to keep on the education and really showing people what the value of their community is and how it's jeopardized uh, by not asking key questions or amending your ordinances to require things that you can require. And when when citizens go to these meetings, you guys really listen, don't you? Oh, yeah. I've learned some of the most from people that I initially didn't agree with. And uh, learning and keeping an open mind and an open heart are absolutely fundamental to the role of a planner. And the more you know and the more that you understand why people hold a certain position or why uh, they're thinking a certain way, it gives opportunity to bring people together. So we always say that we begin with fact-based optimism at the LVPC, uh, and that's critical. Open heart, open mind. 
Because at the end of the day, if you really peel back what people want and you listen to them and you understand their reasons for things, you really start to see that most of us want the same things. And that's a clean environment, a safe place to raise our families. Uh, And all of those uh, good quality jobs, living wages, access to quality food, beautiful parks and open spaces that help with our quality of life and our our health. And I mean, I could keep going, but you get the idea. And I think the fact that our surveys that we've done have indicated this decade after decade shows that those core values remain. Councilwoman Zerensky, tell us what you're most proud of when it comes to the work that you're doing in Northampton County. I think what I'm most proud of is being able to work with the people in their community to find solutions. I don't take credit for farmland preservation. I mean, I sit at at a meeting as a liaison and we fund it. But I think one of the things that I'm most proud of is our Karstiology Advisory Council that we were able to put together with a number of regional conservation movements and environmental activist groups and then local municipalities to find a solution for the mitigation of the dewatering events that happened in Bushkill Creek. And they're just a consequence of the generators going down and not being able to refill the creek. And we've worked laboriously on, on trying to figure out how to make that better. And I'm really proud that, you know, Boozy Unifem really stepped up to be a partner in that. It could have gone in an adversarial direction, but they didn't. And this is an example of working with community partners to find a solution to an environmental problem and overcome any barriers that exist. And we're still working on it today. It's, it's not over, but I'm very proud of the work that's being done there uh, with Nikki Pritchard and uh, John Mauser and everybody who's on that committee. It's, I think, a really important thing to preserve uh, our waterways. Matt, before we wind up here, are there any things that you'd like to bring up, just reminders for all the things you have coming up before the end of the year? Well, I mean, I would remind folks to uh, attend the Lehigh Valley Outlook and Awards. I mean, that is going to be November 15th. You can go on our website and sign up there. Um, And just really stay tuned because all of the data we release there, there will be full reports on it coming. So there will be full reports on housing and rental data, and there will be full reports on population, which will be very interesting. Population projections going out 30 years. We regularly have reports on traffic changes. So I think just stay tuned every month, and, and there's always going to be something new. Well, we're out of time. I'd like to thank Councilwoman Zerinsky and Julie Benko and, of course, Becky and Matt of the Lehigh Valley Planning Commission for being on this edition of Plan Lehigh Valley. I'm your host, Greg Caponia. You're listening to WDIY 88.1. Have a great evening. 